Word Radio On Demand, 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD. Streaming live at wordradio.com. Yesterday, we celebrated the legacy and work of Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And as we know, he believed in empowerment and certainly economic empowerment was a big part of that. I want you to welcome, as I am doing, Amber Bond. She has just been appointed president of the African-American Alliance of CDFI CEOs. And she's going to talk to us a little bit about what she does and how uh, it can impact our community in a positive ways. Welcome, Amber. How are you today? Hello, Tanya. I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. It's great to be here and it's great to meet you. It's great to meet you as well. It's 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 a little bit odd sometimes meeting people in this kind of way, but it's certainly uh, a good way to get some more information, find out about more uh, what's going on all around the country as we strive uh, to grow our economics as a culture in a community. And so for people who don't know, would you explain what a community development financial institution actually is? Well, I would, would love to. Um, so commonly they are known by their acronym CDFI, mm-hmm. but that's correct, the Community Development Financial Institutions. And I believe they're really one of the best kept secrets in this country, although they've been around um for almost 50 years, there's still not a lot of public notoriety about that they exist, who they are, what they do, and all of that. So happy to share. So Community Development Financial Institution is um, a company or mostly nonprofit organization that's very mission-focused. They have selected a specific geography or target group uh, where they want to bring additional financial resources and services to that demographic. And so a CDFI can be a loan fund that focuses on small business loans and development. It could be a venture capital fund. It could be an organization that focuses on affordable housing and bringing greater uh, stock and availability for affordable housing to a specific community. Um, Or they can focus on commercial real estate as well. So community facilities that help bring engagement, togetherness, arts and all kinds of other community uh, centered resources to a particular group. So basically these are ways in which uh, economic power can flow to the black community and in the larger uh, space, uh, anybody who is interested in economic development. So in your new role as the president of the African-American Alliance of CDFI CFOs, what exactly will you be doing in that role? Sure. So, so in our country, we have roughly 1,500 CDFIs. Um, the CDFI fund uh, under the Department of Treasury no longer collects the data uh, on the race or ethnicity of the CEOs of these organizations. So we don't know exactly how many CDFIs are Black-led, but we know that we are a minority represented in the space. And so the African-American Alliance of CDFI CEOs is a collection of Black-led CDFIs. Mm-hmm. Um, the organization itself is relatively young. We were uh, incorporated in 2020, so our first full 
fiscal operating year was 2021. So we're still um, a young organization, but in this small amount of time, we've been able to identify and have joined us uh, 76 Black-led CDFIs across this country. Uh, and so our CDFIs represent full coverage across the nation in terms of focusing on uh, Black communities and offering all of the services that I mentioned um, earlier. So in my role as president, I'll have sort of a dual focus. <clears throat> One would be on uh, the alliance itself and helping to grow our sustainability as a support system to these CEOs, but also setting our learning agenda for the technical assistance and um, uh, support that we give to the individuals and their organizations, and then an overall focus on operations in general. Uh, the other side of that would be the more public and external side of things. So we have um, a CEO, Linwood uh, V. Long Sr., who will remain in that capacity as CEO, but now as president, I'll be alongside of him uh, doing a lot of the external engagement, right? Spreading the word, making sure that people know about CDFIs, making sure that um, Black communities around the country know that they exist, who they are, and how they can be of benefit and service to them. I think the key question is when it comes to these CDFIs is how people can interact with them. I actually hosted an event. Uh, there is a woman here who is also uh, leading a CD CDFI. And there were people who were who were coming to me who were small business owners who said, well, how can I connect? And, and what, you know, most of the time, small business owners are looking for capital for their business. But I'm told that that is not necessarily the only role or the primary role of the CDFIs. Absolutely. So <clears throat> the CDFIs should be a source of capital, trusted capital, patient capital, uh, for Black businesses to access, but they off also offer technical assistance. So this is basically training. Mm -hmm. uh, let's say you are someone who has a business idea and you don't know where to start. This can be your first point of contact in understanding the local e ecosystem that exists to support your small business as a, in a startup phase. Um, it can be a source of growth capital. Maybe you've done your best to quote unquote bootstrap it, <clears throat> but you've gotten to a point where You've, you've used your personal credit and now you need a, move, a more formal and stable line of credit or term loan, or you've got an opportunity with a municipal contract, you need mobilization dollars. They can be a source of capital in that way. Um, they can help with training in other areas. Maybe you're looking to expand your product or service. Maybe you want to grow. Maybe you want to better understand your financial statements. Uh, CDFI can help with all of these things. I think that people, um, and, and, and just from this one experience, I thought it was interesting that people were coming to me as the host of the event and not going to the woman who was running the, the, the CDFI. But I think that there's a level of once you start saying, you know, this is a longer name, as opposed to just, you know, okay, most people are used to going to a bank or maybe uh, a venture capitalist or something like that. How can people interact with these organizations in order to find the help that they need, whether, as you said, it's training or what most every Black business needs, which is capital? That's a great question. I think the first step is identifying the CDFIs that are closest to you. Uh, many times, you know, our small business owners want proximity. We don't just want a voice on the phone or even maybe limited access um, in a digital space. But we want to be able to walk through the door, meet someone, build a relationship, 
build that trust component so that we can, you know, open our books and feel free to share um, without without any hesitancy about the details of our business and our personal finances, right? Because that's a huge component too. So I would I would first suggest uh, maybe visiting our website, uh, which is aaacdfi.org. We have a comprehensive uh, directory of the Black-led CDFIs within our network. And as I mentioned, we have full coverage across all 50, <clears throat> 50 states. So you can simply search by state there and identify a CDFI close to you and then and then reach out, right? Go maybe start with going to their website, seeing what their focus is. Is it is it small business to confirm that? And then make contact. Um, CDFIs, especially Black-led CDFIs, have a, a focus on culturally sensitive um, offerings, right? We, we know <clears throat> our communities, we know the challenges that we face, and we often are looking to bring capital to black, to black communities, right? Versus maybe that traumatic experience that a lot of us have had in going to a traditional bank where we know our denial rates are two times that of our white counterparts, regardless of income, right? Mm -hmm. Even with income equality. Yeah. And so you, there's, there's some PTSD in terms of asking for capital or filling out an application or going through your credit, or, you know, you've had some life events, all these things that may have <clears throat> created some additional obstacles in terms of access to capital, but just know that CDFIs exist for that reason, mm -hmm. right? We are, we don't position ourselves as competitors to banks. A lot of times these organizations actually partner with them to do the loans that the bank's can't do or won't do. And so it really is a different experience. You really should and can have a different level of expectation in terms of attention and services um, and opportunity. This is Reality Check. I'm Tanya Pendleton. If you're just tuning in, I am talking to Amber Bond. She is the new president of the African-American Alliance of CDFI CEOs. And that's a lot of initials, but she is breaking it down to us uh, what it is that any of us can do in order to grow our businesses or uh, help our communities. Because it's my understanding with the CDFIs, it's not just necessarily small business, uh, it can also be community organizations or other uh, community-based services that may also be able to uh, work with you. That's that's absolutely true. Um, many of them, roughly about 70% of our members have a focus on small business, but we also have a large portfolio uh, of our organizations that focus on affordable housing. Mm -hmm. So if you're a first-time home buyer or you're looking for um, education, uh, credit counseling, all of these things, <clears throat> or maybe even getting that, that mortgage or access to um, an inventory of available affordable houses, uh, they can do that as well, right? So we can always give information. We can always educate and point in the right direction if maybe we're not the ultimate source. But what, what we're meant to be, regardless of that focus, would be a, a trusted guide through that process, whether it is in obtaining a home, obtaining a small business loan, growing your business, getting access to other resources, uh, or on the commercial development side, we have some members that focus specifically on Black developers. So maybe you are a person who is looking to get into this space. You want to understand development, get your feet wet. Um, there are CDFIs that are exist just for that purpose as well. 
And, you know, the interesting thing about this is that uh, you offer help, whether it is, let's say I'm just a small business owner with maybe a sole proprietorship that has a candle business going all the way up until uh, someone who is trying to buy commercial property and become a real estate developer or expand on their business. So are we talking money that can go from the thousands all the way into the millions? Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. It it really is uh, based on maybe that CDFI's limit in terms of their loan size. We have some that are hyper-focused on what we call micro loans, so loans that are up to $50,000. Uh, and then we have some that go up to $2 million. Uh, we also have some that do participation. So maybe they are your direct contact, but they're able to pull some other resources together to get uh, dollar amounts even larger than that. Uh, several of them are SBA community advantage lenders. And so they have uh, credit enhancements that can help mitigate any challenges you have in your credit profile. Um, but yes, it, it can be a varied amounts and, and purposes, depending on what your needs are. Amber, how do we get past the intimidation factor, though? Because I think, again, you know, I jokingly just said there there are a lot of initials in there, but there are people who are out here trying to figure out how to how to make their communities more economically viable. There are people out here trying to grow their businesses, whether big or large. And I sometimes think that, you know, the more indi- the more initials, the more intimidation. So uh <laughs> And, and there's paperwork. And, you know, obviously, if you're an entrepreneur, you you know that there are going to be some steps that you have to take. But in terms of partnering with these key institutions that you're representing, how can we get more people to get past uh, that feeling that ah, this might be too big for me? Well, you know, a lot of times the CDFIs, we will rely on word of mouth because we know that commercials don't always do the trick. Right. Um, It can it can be gimmicky. And, you know, there's there's a distance there. Uh, But we believe so heavily in the customer service, the experience and in sort of broadening our landscape um, in in that way. So I think the the first step is to remember that um, CDFIs, well, they can be banks. Uh, Most of them are. They can be banks. CDFIs, just knowing that they are mission focused, right? They are literally created to to help you. And um, by their very definition and holding that certification, that mission is to focus on the underserved. So we're not scared away by challenged credit. We're not scared away by uh, maybe not having enough assets to secure a loan. We know that you started that business with what you had. We know you put everything into it. We know you might have taken out a couple credit cards and done the best you could with what you have, right? And so we're all about understanding the big picture and then figuring out the best source of capital that aligns with where you are and what opportunities you have. You don't have to have been in business for you know 10 years already. Uh, we know sometimes we get connected with tax professionals that don't give us the best advice. Uh, We know that bookkeeping may be a challenge. So all of those things that um, we may feel and perceive to be hurdles, CDFIs exist to help you over those obstacles. So I would say just that part is just 
<clears throat> knowing that there are, in fact, these institutions that exist, that they're mission focused, they're here for you. Um, we try sometimes to get to a slow no rather than a fast yes. Right. And if, and if, if you can give us that time, have some patience, work with us, be honest, be transparent. We can really become a partner for you in the long term. So just sort of that that mind shift. And I know CDFI industry, we love our acronyms. <laughs> we're all about we're all about terminology and and um, but but we also really believe in in breaking it down. Black led CDFIs traditionally have that proximity, you know, again, getting over that intimidation factor, of being able to go in and shake a hand, sit down at a table across from someone and share your story. Um, we're focused on impact. Um, and then I would say also, just look at that history. When you visit that website, you should see a strong um, focus on the impact that that CDFI has created. Uh, you should see stories that are relevant. A lot of our Black-led CDFIs also have staff that looks like us, right? We want not just at the top level to have that leadership, but um, at the customer facing level, we want representation as well. And that's important to our organizations. Wonderful. Amber Bond, the new president of the African-American Alliance of CDFI CEOs. And let's uh, give that website one more time so that people can follow up. Thanks so much, Tanya. Yes, please uh, visit us. We're at AAACDFI.org. That's A-A-A-C-D-F-I.org. Amber, thank you so much for appearing with us on Reality Check today. Great talking to you. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. You've been listening to Word Radio On Demand. Listen live at 96.1 FM, 900 AM, and online at wordradio.com. 